Public relations is what's called earned media. And earned media means that you've earned the uh, right and the ability for somebody to say your name without them being prompted or paid. This is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street Today, your media hub for all things black entrepreneurship, politics, news and events in Hampton Roads and beyond. Wouldn't you like to be a guest on Black Wall Street today with Blair Durham? Well, the link is in the show notes. And now, here's your host, Blair Durham. Greetings, 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 greetings. Joining me now is Beck G, charismatic and entertaining. Beck G is the proud founder and principal of Beck's Management Public Relations Firm. She was the PR director and award-winning radio personality for the Morning After Show at Famous Radio Live and now houses her radio talents at Wu-Tang Clan's radio station, Wu World Radio, where she co-hosts The Vinyl Word, as well as serving as VP of Public Relations for Wu-Tang Management. Welcome to the show, Beck. How are you? Thank you. I'm glad to be here. I'm well. How are you, Blair? I am doing well. It's always good to see and hear you, Beck. I was going to say the same thing to you, Blair. Yeah. So I'm excited because... I've learned quite a bit about PR over the years and kind of understanding right. that world. And I think this is an important conversation, um, particularly for small business owners, medium-sized business owners, right, that need to kind of delve into this space. So talk a little bit about first how you got started and then we'll go into kind of the importance of PR. Sure. Well, thanks for asking me that. Um, Nobody says when I grow up, I want to be a publicist, right? So um, I I think I can speak for publicists all around the world. We kind of find this craft or it finds us. But my personal testimony, um, I've been in entertainment since I was a teenager. So just a few short years ago, right? Right. And I was an artist and um, I I just got a little bit older, had a family and I figured I was too old to drop a record, so I wanted to stay in the business some kind of way. So I tried my hand at quite a few things, Um, personal assistance and uh, learned some production. I learned some engineering. Of course, I got into my first love, which is radio, Um, but it was something missing. So I tried my hand at artist management. Not my thing, okay? Not my ministry. (laughs) That was not it, but it was very close to, it felt good, but it didn't feel right. So um, I just started kind of figuring out who was the who was the behind the scenes team. And then I met a publicist and I said, Yahtzee, that's it. So I studied until I showed myself approved and um, I started doing freelance PR work and I loved it. And when I got a phone call from a 25 year journalist after I sent submitted a press release to have a story covered. And the journalist called me, which, you know, you know, from being in this world long enough to know that journalists usually don't call. They pick up the story or they don't. Right. Journalists called me and said, um, you know, just said, hey, I hadn't seen your name before, you know, in this realm. And are you new here? And I said, no, I'm I'm from here. And he said, well, I just called to let you know I'm I'm definitely going to pick up the story. But I wanted to personally tell you this was the most impressive press release I've ever seen. And I was like. You know, it's just a press release, but most impressive. And it for it to be 
my first one, little did he know, I, I said I found my thing. And um, that's a very abbreviated version of how I got into public relations. And now I have public relations, now public relations has me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a wonderful story and it's a testament to the fact that we can find our thing. You know, I think yeah. sometimes we settle for a thing that's close to the thing. But I love hearing you say, you know, I kind of tried until I found the thing. Um, it's yes. just an exciting, exciting space. So now Thank tell you. us, what is public relations? You know, because I think it muddied or muddled with, okay, it's, it's not quite marketing. It's, you know what I mean? It's like, okay, well, well what exactly is PR? What is, what is the work of a publicist? Thank you for asking that. And I love to be able to um, give people information about exactly what PR is because people come to me all the time and say, I want a PR. Well, first of all, PR is the work we do, not who we are. We are publicists. All right. Public relations is exactly what it says. It's crafting the ability, strategically so, to relate to your public. And so what we don't do is um, we don't, Mark, let me let me t- tell the difference between marketing and PR. Maybe okay. that would help. Marketing is what's called paid or owned media. That's basically, let me break this down into layman's terms, when you pay somebody to say your name, right? A commercial, a billboard, an ad. Those are um, examples of marketing efforts, right? Anytime you pay for. And the thing about marketing is it's finite, which means it's temporary. That's what marketing is. Now, does marketing serve? Absolutely. It serves you for the time capacity that you've allotted for it to serve you. So I'll say your name every time I see it on the billboard. But the minute the last day, uh, the next day comes for the next campaign to go up on that billboard, I'm going to say that name. Right. So here's how uh, public relations is different. Public relations is what's called earned media. And earned media means that you've earned the uh, right and the ability for somebody to say your name without them being prompted or paid to say your name. Well, that has to do with you having a relationship with your public. And I love public relations because I'd like to craft for my clients a strategic, deliberate, intentional, meticulous, and methodical sets of efforts for people to say their names in rooms that they might not even be in without having them to pay to do that. And so that's why public relations is really important to me once I really delved in and understood it. It really has to do with um, two things I always tell every person I get a chance to encounter and talk their heads off about public relations. You always got to be consistent and you must build meaningful relationships. And that's that's my personal definition of public relation uh, public relations and um you know when you build relationships those those are infinite and they're long term and so public relations public relations has a little bit more substance to it than than marketing does mm, interesting how you kind of paired the two um i was almost thinking that that a small business owner could utilize both Right. Both yes, marketing and maybe, they, maybe there's a need to do both. But I hear you kind of giving PR that edge of like, yeah, what they really want is PR. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. And it makes sense. You know, Blair, 
That's right, Blair. And, and like you said, you've had your full encounter, if never before, um, delving into Black Wall Street today and Black brand. You've had a chance to just kind of delve all the way in and say, wow, there, there's an expert at crafting what the public sees and crafting the campaign that increases your publicity and your visibility. And there's a true art to that. And there's a true need for that um, when you have something that the public um, should take advantage of. Absolutely. Sure. All right. Let's let's change lanes a bit then. Um, All right. Because we learned a thing or two just about what it means to even be an entrepreneur as well, right? That whole leap of faith slash leap into crazy. <laughs> right? Yes. Yes. What has that journey been like for you, Beck? First of all, I think you've been an entrepreneur the entire time I've known you. I've never known yes. you like do uh punch a clock nine to five kind of thing. Yes. That story, that evolution. Um bring us up to speed because I think too there's a and we hear this said a lot, you know, people think, you know, being an entrepreneur means I'm the boss. That means I come in when I want to come in. That means, you know, they kind of glamorize it. And I'm always wanting people to kind of say what it really means. You know, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for that. You know, um, I, I love that you said sometimes people glamorize being an entrepreneur and that um, some people surface uh, goal and even observation is, oh, I get to do what I want to do and come in when I want to come in. Um, all incoming entrepreneurs, I want to say to you, you can move when you feel like moving. Yes. But the slower you move and the less you move, the less you make. OK, so being an entrepreneur is beautiful. It satisfies my soul, but it is not for the faint of heart. OK, so, um, yes, Blair, the entire time you and I have known each other, I've been an entrepreneur. But what you may not have known, it, actually, immediately when I met you just months earlier, I had quit my 20 year career. I quit. I quit my 20 year career. And I'm not afraid to tell you all this. I didn't start a business, y'all, until I was 40 years old. I had worked a 20 year career. I was eating well. I, you know, all was well. I was getting a paycheck every other Thursday. I think that was my paydays every other Thursday, you know, and I, I could I did. Sometimes I did my minimum, but I knew I was getting a check. Right. But I always, while I was working my 20 year career, I was also doing radio, you know, doing uh, red carpet media. I was, I'm a professional MC. So I was doing all of these different things just to stay connected to my passion. And um, one day, and it, the day was July 7th, 2017. Wow. Uh, July, yeah, July 7th, 2000, July 6th, excuse me, July 6th, 2017. And I got to go to work and this story sounds fantastic, but it really happened this way. And I, you know, put on my, uh, my corporate uniform, you know, the, uh, the slacks and the button down, you know what I'm saying? And I was standing in the mirror, fixing myself and I couldn't move physically could not move. And, um, I heard the Lord say clear loud is day to me in the voice that I understood today is the day. Today is the day you've waited long enough. How much do you trust me? And I was having a full-fledged conversation in the mirror with God, like he was standing right there beside me and I could see and touch him, you know? And, um, and, and so my instruction at the moment was change your clothes. And I had been, I want to say Blair, I had been fighting myself, fighting 
my instruction for five years because I, I could have gone a long time ago, but I just didn't trust enough. And um, that day I did somehow. I, I was relieved before I even made the move to leave. And I changed my clothes. I changed my clothes and just every piece of clothes I had on, I would have gotten sent home for. Right. So, um, you know, I'm laughing. I'm like, Lord, you, I'm, I'm going to quit one way or the other today. huh? Either I'm going to get sent home right. or I'm going to quit. You know, I'm going to leave. Wow. So I put on a ball cap. I put on a, a V-neck, low cut T-shirt, some jeans ripped all the way up in my thighs and some sneakers. Nothing that was permitted to wear to that job. And um, I, and I went and I went in and my supervisor looked at me and I said, well, just a moment before you say anything, sat at my desk, typed out a letter. And I have this thing about blue ink pens. I'm in my office right now and I have this thing about blue ink pens, right? Blue, when I, when I write in blue, it's final for me. Black looks like a photocopy in my eyes. Right. So I typed this letter. I printed it. I went and found a blue ink pen. It wasn't one at my desk. I printed three copies and it was uh, I was joking and said one was for the father, the son and for the Holy Spirit. It really was one, <laughs> one for my supervisor, one for, one for whoever else, HR or something, you know, HR, and, I, yeah. and I, yeah, you know, and I left and I left and I left um, not having burnt that bridge. I left because I needed to. And I left with no explanation to anyone. And I left without asking permission from anyone. And I sat in the parking lot and I cried for an hour. Aww. And then I started my journey. And I, I'll tell you the, sh- the shorter part of answer to your question. How has it been? It has been a challenge. But when you love something so much, when you have a deep passion to learn and to serve people, and most importantly for me, when you desire to be obedient to God, all of those things will line up and the way will be made. I look back at this few years journey and sometime I try to figure out and recall, how did I make it? I I remember, let me say this out loud, on camera for the world to hear. In my first year of business, y'all, I literally think I made $6,000. I don't know how I kept from sleeping outside on a bench. I don't know how I ate. I don't, and I have three children. I'm, I'm a single mom. I got three big kids, you know, teenagers at the time who all want to know what's for dinner while they're eating breakfast. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I had to feed them and keep a roof over my head and keep things going as normal um, while trying to show them, look, y'all, you can love something so much that, th- that you can focus in on it and your gifts will make room for you. And so I I live in pure honor that I've been chosen to exact this gift uh, and share it with the world. And when people ask me what I do, one of my first lines is I get to professionally participate in other people's joys, share their visions with me. And together we get to um, make them tangible. So it's been it's been a challenge. It's been a ride. And I'm so excited to still be here and keep going, Blair. It's amazing. If you've just tuned in, this is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street Today. I am talking with Beck G, who is the founder and principal of Beck's Management Public Relations Firm. We're having a great conversation. You just inspired me, motivated me really with your um, your piece about your journey as an entrepreneur. Uh, I say often that um, I wouldn't recommend it. Doing what I did, you know, leaving the job. <laughs> going without a salary of any kind for four and a half years. Like I 
you know, like you, like I'm mother white, you know, trying to be yeah. a participating party inside this, yeah. you know, family <laughs> arrangement. <laughs> and all I had to offer is this pipe dream of what we could make happen. You know, yes, ma'am. but people will see the fact that, okay, well, we got to a thing and it's like, yeah, I just would not recommend it. Like stay no. in your job until you, you know, until you can transition. Don't leave your job and then transition. Yes. Yes. That's what I say. But I understand that sometimes when there's that there's that nagging, yes. there's that longing, there's that spiritual reality, it's like you got to get out there. You got to make it happen. You know, because I like what you said. I like what you said. It's not for everybody, Blair. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't recommend it. And you know, sometimes when I get a chance to tell share my story, like I just did with you, you know, people are so like, wow, you just walked out. Listen, y'all. Uh, you know the warning that goes across. Do not try this at home. <laughs> this, this was this is my testimony, my story, and the way was made for me this way. Yeah. If I entrepreneurs, please don't knock people for having a nine to five. Don't knock people for staying a little while longer while they build their dream, while yes. they use while they use their um, corporate jobs to fund their dream. Y'all don't knock people for that. Don't do that. You know, it, you got to chart the course. And there are people who are meant to do the work, who are meant to be great employees, who are meant to sit in C-suites, who are meant to, to, to serve others. Because as we build businesses, I need to be able to look around and say, listen, can I hire you to do this? Can I hire you to do that? And so entrepreneurship, you know, while it's, it's, it feels and sounds and may even look glamorous and fun and, oh, I want to do that. Look, if what you do serves you and fills your soul and you work for somebody else, y'all yeah. don't let people tell you that's the wrong thing. This isn't for everybody. I, I really appreciate you saying that, Blair. Yeah, it's it's definitely a thing. We've got about three minutes remaining and I want to make sure that I ask you about um, the pandemic and yeah. how that has had an impact. Um, and I definitely want to hear about just generally your career highlights. You know, what are Thank some you. that, yeah, go for it. Yeah, sure. Um, the pandemic was a pandemic for me, like it was for everybody else. Um, yeah. I went into complete shock because I live my career. I live from public moments. And so since the public was shut down, I had no moments. And so I, I had to lean in on what I knew. And that was love this so much that you don't give up back. This, that's not even my way. Even as a, as a child, I've always had um, the gift, which I consider it, and the ability to pivot, which was the buzzword of the year in 2020, right? But yeah. I know how to do that. You know, I'm from Norfolk Black. Can I be honest? I, I know how to hustle, right? That's what we know how to do. We know how to hustle. We know how to make it. And so that's what I did. I leaned in on what else do I know how to do? I'm still a singer, you know, and unfortunately, look, there were more funerals than ever. So I was still working that way. Um, I do voice work. I voice commercials. I voice, I do voice work. I was doing that. Um, that's something I could still do. Um, I, I MC events, but you know what? Since people were smart enough to shift to virtual, I got to MC online. So I got a chance to still do that. And then for my public relations firm, I had to figure out what can I do to um, maintain traffic serve people without 
being beside him. And, um, and so I just started consulting more. And that wasn't even my genius. That was the demand of my public. And so I shifted immediately when they said, hey, Beth, can you just walk me through how to? And I said, well, walk me through. That sounds like consulting. We're going, and that's already on my repertoire of services I offer. I just ended up doing that more. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I just felt so blessed. And I leaned in on some grants. Um, I was selected for a couple of grants. And so I got a chance to lean in on that to help fund and maintain the momentum of my company. And I, I have to say, Blair, you know, um, one of the things I thought very thoroughly about was what if a rough time comes upon us and here we are but I always still want to be able to open my mouth and say let me tell you what God did for me and and when I started my business a second conversation that I had with God was and then I I just kind of got into that oh did I do the right thing you know and I sat still one day and he said listen I need you to know that what I'll do for you and I'm sharing this with whoever is listening I want to say to you this was a, a word from God directly to me for you and it was what he'll do for me he will do for you what he does for one of his children he can do for all of his children and so I asked God let me be a living testimony what you do for me and God choose me to be a resource um and and you know so what I, I love to share and give out of my overflow so it was rough like for me like it was for so many but here I am, just like here you are, Blair. We figure it out. Radio is coming to the studio, sit in the booth, put on some headphones. But here we are virtually doing yeah. radio. We, we figured it out, sis. You know, and that's that's really, that's that's our real period. That's no, seriously. Right? right? We're out of so time. We could have talked yeah. far longer. Yes. But I got to know. Yeah. What do, you, what do you offer at Best Management? We just talked about consulting, right? Yes, and yes. How can we contact you? Thank you so much. Um, I offer a gamut of services that fall under the public relations and marketing umbrella. And since we're out of time, I will send you all, and this goes into the second question, great segue. You can visit me always at www.bexmanagement, B-E-C-K-S, management.com www.bestmanagement.com you can see my list of services you can request an appointment with me and for every incoming new inquiry we offer a free 15 minute discovery call a free 15 minute consultation and we talk about how we can start to do business together bestmanagement.com bet g uh, Instagram, I am Beck G underscore VA. I urge you to reach out to her. She is among the group. Thank you. Bless you. Thank you, Blair. No, thank you. Thank you, Beck. I appreciate you and definitely we'll look forward to having you back on the show as things progress. Thank you very much. Bless you all. Your staff is amazing and it's always good to see you, my friend. This show was brought to you by the consulting services of Positive Vibes Incorporated. We do credit fixes, we do debt restructuring, and we put money in the pockets of real estate investors. So give us a call. We can 
fix your credit. We can restructure your debt. And if you're a real estate investor, I would love to put thousands of dollars into your pockets. 757-932-0177. That's 757-932-0177. Stay with us online at Black Wall Street Today on Facebook and Black Wall Street Today on Instagram. And then follow us on Twitter as well at BWS Today. We look forward to talking again next week. Have a wonderful week. I have said and I will continue to say that the most important priority for the black community is the black community, not a particular political party. Hey, yo, when I say black, you say Wall Street. Black.